Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwan, writer on TV and satellite loop magazine and whatsawatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 4th of March 2022, including the Arctic survival drama Against the Ice on Netflix and the return of mockumentary series Meet the Richardsons on UK TV Play. And we'll also be looking at Sun Soaked Britbox Who Done It Murder in Provence and Netflix thriller pieces of her starring Tony Collette. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Gemma Arterton will star in Disney's wryly funny drama Culprits about a group of people who carried out a heist but are now mysteriously being bumped off. What else is in the news, Hannah? Jack Davenport will star in Amazon Prime Video's sharp comedy drama 10%, which is inspired by award-winning French show Call My Agent. It will follow the ups and downs of life at a London talent agency. I've been quite interested in watching that, I can tell you. Okay, well, we're going to start off this week with a feature film. It's a tale of survival against the odds. It's called Against the Ice. And here's a clip. I'll need a volunteer to accompany me across the ice cap to retrieve the findings of the missing Denmark expedition. Captain, I'd like to come with you, if you'd allow me. And what do you know about sledging and surviving on the ice when it's 40 below? He's a mechanic. You're risking your life. He's the only man willing to make the trip. Well, I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan, Hannah, but if you are, you may know the Danish actor Nikolai Kostavaldau, who plays Jamie Lannister. Anyway, he stars in this as a real-life Danish explorer called... Enyar Mikkelsen, I hope I've pronounced that correctly. And it's about an expedition that he went on at the beginning of the 20th century to Greenland because America was claiming that Greenland was actually split into two separate pieces of land and was claiming one of them. And so Mikkelsen was off to prove that that wasn't the case, that it still belonged to Denmark, basically. His co-star in this is Joe Cole, British actor who you may know from Peaky Blinders and that very good uh, sky drama, Gangs of London. So he plays Eva Everson. Essentially, the expedition is setting out to follow in the footsteps of the previous expedition to prove that this this theory about Greenland is, is false, who disappeared. And Mickelson says to his crew... I need a volunteer to come with me across the ice. And the only one who volunteers is Eva, who is a mechanic. He's a rookie. So it's the story of these guys heading off into the Arctic wasteland with sleds and dogs. And they experience all manner of difficulties, uh, hunger, very low temperatures, polar bear attack, you name it. So it's got lots of thrills in it. But also it sort of examines how the isolation plays on the mind. And one of the two of them starts to sort of have strange visions and starts losing it a bit. Yeah, it's a really good old-fashioned sort of adventure exploration film. The chemistry between the two, I think, 
works very well. It's not kind of overblown in any way. Also in it, Charles Dance, who is uh, a co-star in Game of Thrones, of course. He plays a, a Danish official in this. I would say when you see the young lad getting very close to one of the sled dogs, his boss is saying, well, don't get too close to the dogs. Alarm bells do start going off. I won't say any more. But yeah, it's a terrific, it's a terrific Arctic adventure and survival story. And I very much enjoyed it. What did you think, Hannah? Well, this is what I thought. Um, I really don't like the cold. It made me feel very, very cold. Um, there has been power cuts of late, which I felt particularly cold. So it made me feel even colder. Um, what I took away from it, the landscape's really beautiful. I think it is, it's amazing. I think it's really well done. It's, it feels quite big budget um, and also kind of fills in a bit of history too. But I think that the whole, what what made it enjoyable to me, because not necessarily something I, sort of, I would go to, but what kind of I liked was this sort of, um, the story really is centred although it's action-packed it's sort of harnessed in friendship and love and 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 also when you are when you are isolated like that like you say you know your mind wanders off and you kind of have some kind of weird thoughts and what have you and I think that isolation is um that is portrayed really really well so yeah I I did I did quite enjoy it um but it did make me feel very cold I had to put a blanket on now we're going to move to uh, rather sunnier climbs for our next offering, which is a new series on Brickbox called Murder in Provence. Give me the scoop. I tell them you're a bit like a detective. And hugely more important. Obviously. One blur, that's all it took. How long is this going to take? That's up to you. She's like that. She hasn't got any shoes on. <laughs> Sante. Love and death bang right up against each other. Thank God for the love. Don't need a blanket for this one. You really don't, because this just makes you feel, well, lovely and warm. Um, apart from the fact there are murders. So this is a three-part drama on Britbox, um, and it's set in the French city of I en Provence or A en Provence, maybe that's better pronunciation. Um, and it's it centres around um, this investigating judge, um, Antoine Volac. Um, and he's essentially looking into a variety of crimes um, prior to the cases coming to court. Now, the first one uh, centres around a murder in a university, a Professor Georges. Um, and you... What I really, what I really enjoy about this is that, although it's um, it's around a murder, it, it should be quite thrilling. It's kind of you know exciting and what have you. You've also got the juxtaposition of of him with his girlfriend and that family life and being called on a weekend um, and when he's sort of planning to go away and have a lovely weekend in a lovely restaurant, etc., etc. And of course, you know, <laughs> there's sort of some humour there. You know, at one point he says, you know, well, God, why can they? just murder on a Monday, what, you know, or something like that. You know, what, why does it have to be a weekend and ruin my weekend? And so you kind of have the, the, the actual home life of that person who's unable to take it home with them because you just couldn't, could you? Um, so I, I, I actually really like this. I think it's, um, I think it's three parts. Um, so it's, it, it, you don't have to be engaged for that long, but 
I think this might be something that, that, that's got some legs, actually. I think people w- will really enjoy it. It's where you're least expecting a murder, least expecting crime, and there it happens. And it is a real whodunit murder mystery. What did you think, Ian? I didn't like it, I have to admit. Although I do oh. like Provence. It's lovely, isn't it? Yes, so hmm. I found... Well, so it's Roger Allen, who, who I really like, plays plays the judge. And it was interesting that in the French legal system... The judge does interview the suspect. So he is reliably good in this. He's great. But I found the banter with his girlfriend, played by Nancy Carroll, I found it painful and not at all funny. Um, And also, it took a bit of getting used to, because Alan is is very quintessentially English type of actor, isn't he? And everyone's just playing it in their normal... British accents. I kind of understand why you don't like that relationship. They don't don't feel very well matched or very well cast in that sense. Okay, I mean, I thought, so I only watched the first one, which, as you said, is about the death of a university professor. Um, I wasn't particularly interested in who'd done it. I didn't find any of the suspects particularly believable. So there's rival academics and then there's also students who are up for a scholarship. I just didn't buy into it at all. But... Um, Alum is reliably good, as he always is, and at least the backdrop is pleasant to look at. But yes, I shan't be watching Eps 2 and 3. But yeah, I think if you like a bit of picture postcard, French uh, architecture and landscape and food and wine, it might be for you. Now, from Provence to Leeds, because on UK TV, it's the return of the mockumentary... Meet the Richardsons, and here's a clip. Stop it. I'm really hard to live with. You at least look like you're enjoying yourself. He's hard to live with. I'm a joy. I don't show Lucy enough respect. You need to make me some toast. I ruined our friendship with the tenants. I don't want to talk with Doctor anymore. I'm going to do it. That wasn't too bad, then, was it? I mean, you could tell he's a sad little man in a big cardigan, can't you? So before I start telling you about this, Hannah, I was lucky enough to have a online chat with the uh, stars Lucy Beaumont and her husband John Richardson both stand-up comedians of course and uh, here's a little clip from our chat. Hello John. Hello there. One never wants to start an interview by being exactly what the person expects you to be but that looks like a really smashing cardigan. <laughs> yeah M&S you can't go wrong. <laughs> Is it? That's a lovely the collar detail on yeah, that. Yeah little cowl neck. <laughs> Yeah, I like that very much. It looks soft. Yes, nice, actually, yeah. So there you go, a nice bit of chat with cardigan-loving comedian John Richardson. And I should add, other knitwear outlets are available. So this is Series 3. If you're not familiar with it, uh, it's a mockumentary about the married and working lives of John and Lucy. And Lucy actually co-writes it. I think it's really well done because a lot of it you think, well, I suspect there are aspect, many aspects of their relationship are accurately reflected in this. So last time we saw them, they were leaving Hebden Bridge, which is where series one and two were set. And they were supposedly going to London to set up a new life in London. However, as we rejoin, well, they're in Leeds. There's lots of celebrity guest stars in this series as in the previous ones in episode one you've got david and georgia Tennant, and 
They uh, join them for dinner, which doesn't go very well. There's a funny turn from Russell Kane, who is complaining about how he appeared on Pointless with Lucy, and she was really terrible on the quiz show. Uh, Melinda Messenger, who Lucy told me she was often mistaken for as a teenager. Um, And there's quite a funny sequence involving the writer, Jed Mercurio, creator of Line and Duty, because in this series, John is being considered for a role in the police drama. So, yeah, I I really like this. I think it's well done. Of course, John had a, in Hebden Bridge, he had a pub in his garden called The Dog and Bastard. Well, of course, he hasn't got any that anymore so he goes off to try and buy a real pub so yeah if you like this it's uh it's more of the same and and i think very entertaining are you a fan hannah yeah do you know what i i wasn't a huge fan before um but we'll come to find later that i have tried to binge watch it again but um yeah i i am i am now it's it's re- it's been a real grower it wasn't something that i loved immediately it kind of irritated me at first it was a bit mm. too basic but I, I think now it, it does work and it is it is quite funny. And also, I think because they've done the rounds on, you know, a number of different sort of talk shows and what have you, I, I think that's really helped to get to know them as well as people. So I think, yeah, I I, I did. I have enjoyed this so far. And I, and I do think it is, well, it is popular because it's come back. Now, I think we've saved the best till last this week, mm. Hannah, because you're going to tell us about... A new series on Netflix, which is uh, thrilling, I must say. It's called Pieces of Her. You ever have that thing where you think you know someone as well as you could possibly know anyone? And then one day, you were totally wrong. Yes, it is. Now, this is from the producers of Big Little Lies. Um, There are eight episodes um, and this is really action packed. Now, I need to be really careful here because I don't want to kind of reveal too much or give the story away too much. Um, But Tony Collette stars in this thriller, um, which is set in a very sleepy Georgia town. And... um, It centres around a young woman celebrating her birthday with her mother. But what happens at that point kind of is the starting point for this story. Um, And essentially, it makes her question every part of her life, what is real and what isn't. And it really plays with your mind. Because, of course, when when we're born and we're brought up in a family and you parents are the most trusted people in the world and everything they say is right until you get to your teenage years of course um you know you don't really thoroughly question anything do you um you don't question exactly well you just don't question anything you just assume that everything is in order and everything you've been told is true um well this is not the case so huge secrets emerge about her past and um not entirely palatable so this is this really does play with your mind I think I think it's 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 absolutely brilliant and it's very cleverly done but I'm not sure I can tell you much more without (laughs) there's something big that happens that where this all starts I agree I really liked it I watched episode one and I mean we all know it of course but how great is Tony Collette you know from all those years ago Muriel's wedding She's done so much great work and she is excellent in this, I must say. And it starts off really nicely because the the daughter 
Andy, who's played by Bella Heathcote. She's sort of come back from New York. Things haven't worked out for her. She's working for the police, um, sort of answering the telephone. And she has this tricky relationship with the mum, Laura, played by Colette, who is sort of has welcomed her back into the her home, but she's trying to kind of get her life back on track. But Andy doesn't want to hear the advice. It's just a really well-observed mother and adult-daughter relationship. But as you say, there is then this key incident that we don't want to give away because it really it you know it comes as a huge surprise and it changes everything and then Andy sets off on this journey the you know, totally unexpected journey and I can't wait to see how it turns out because she's going to discover all these things about well I just don't I don't want to say because I don't want to ruin it but it is absolute quality isn't it and <laughs> I, I can't wait to to see how it pans out now, we've got that time, Hannah, where you're going to tell us what you've been binge-watching, so please reveal all. Well, I touched on it earlier, but I did uh, binge-watch Meet the Richardsons because um, you don't need to see it. It's this. very you professional. Need... I like that. <laughs> I know, I'm very professional. Um, you don't need to go back and watch it, but I kind of, as I say, I didn't absolutely love it, so I kind of wanted to catch up. And also, I'd been watching them on, you know... Interviews on things like Graham Norton, so I thought, yeah, I'm gonna go and do that. So I did. Also, my favourite would I like to because absolutely love that. I watch that every single week. Um, standard for me. How about you, Ian? It's documentaries for me this week. Both of them on Netflix. So, the Tinder Swindler is uh, <laughs> is a, a remarkable story of a, a sort of scammer. And I I started watching it thinking, well, anyone who gives money to anyone who they've met online must be an idiot. Not in this case. It's the most remarkable scam by by a really accomplished con artist. Well worth a watch. And there's also a very good documentary about um, Boeing, the aeroplane manufacturers, and two crashes of their 737 um, that happened in close succession and how the real story about what had, what had caused them came out. And that's really good watch as well. Talking of planes, did you watch? Is it Jet Three Six Seven? What was it? The channel that that that, that showcased all the plane or live footage? I didn't know. I didn't. See yeah, that. all the planes coming in. That really, you yeah, know, the, the, the storm. storm Eunice yeah. and then Storm Franklin, and um, it was absolutely a YouTube sensation. It was huge watching these planes trying to land. I'll check it out. Now we've just got time to look ahead to next week. So, what are we going to be binging on, Hannah? Well, Lorna Watson is a crime-solving nun mm-hmm. in a Father Brown spin-off, The Sister Boniface Mysteries, on drama. And Samuel L. Jackson stars in Apple TV's The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray, which is a new series about an isolated 93-year-old with dementia who's offered a miracle cure with a catch. So we look forward to those and more, but in the meantime... <laughs> What?